From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 239. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Apron and Squarespace. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. I'm uh I'm I'm ready ready to record. This is one of our our famed uh eight thousand short topic uh, episodes which are always some of the best so we talk about that all the time it's pretty funny i'm literally adding more topics as as you're saying now i'm adding more and more and more yeah i was like don't start yet i'm putting something else in and then as we're talking right now i see you typing in our in our shared documents so yeah it's gonna be a fun episode and uh i thought we would kick it off with you pimping yourself out a little bit (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you remember last time I spoke about the fact that I had some field notes for sale on eBay right now. Um, mm-hmm. As we're recording this, there is two days left on that. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the, the field notes that I currently have up on eBay. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you're interested and you get in in time, you can go and put some bids down. Uh, there's one, there's like there's a few of them that like, I still just don't, I just don't understand. Um, but there's uh, there's quite on some of the ones that I find the most perplexing as to the fact that the the totals are low. They have the most watches, and uh, mm. Dina was saying to me, "Oh yeah, okay. What's going to yeah. happen is this is going to be a bunch of like crazy bidding in the last minute or two." Yeah, a little, so, little sniping at the end. So, bit of snipey, bit of snipey action. Uh, I'm happy to see the roastery edition going for uh, a large amount. That is. Yep. Outside of the colors editions in the special edition realm, that's one of my favorites. It's certainly like a top three yeah, kind of great, special edition. It's, a great one. it's um, orange dot grid on the inside, um, in the in the large five by seven size. It's just fantastic. One I didn't of my know favorites. that it was orange inside. I've never. Op- I have two of them. I never opened it. Yep. Yep. It's wonderful. Wonderful uh, notebook. I've filled one of those up before. So, yeah. So a few more days on that, mm-hmm. and. Um, Remember, it all goes into my Nakaya fund. All goes, yep. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that uh, a little bit later. I mm-hmm. I happen to see a a note uh, for that, and uh, wow, you're putting even more stuff in the show notes that I didn't even know about. I so uh, helped. <laughs> this one we knew about, um, and it was kind of, the timing was hilarious because last week we did our cold weather pin follow up with all of Dave Ray's. Um, and uh, Andrew, I want to give Andrew some props in the uh, in the Slack chat. He was uh, part of the the math and sciencing that was going on in there, figuring out the uh, the expansion and contraction of the ink in the barrels. And then I think that af- same afternoon we released the Goulet pens had a blog post where one of their customers um, works in Antarctica. You know, does the uh, you know does the the trip you know a couple times a year to go work on the bases, various bases in there. I believe she's Australian, and um, you know that's it's part of her job. And Noodlers makes what they call a polar ink, which is supposed to be freeze proof and and all this. So there was kind of a perfect meshing, a perfect storm of a blog post where yeah. um, uh, I believe it's Casey. Yeah, her name is Casey. She. Uh, she took the ink and a pen down to Antarctica and like taped them out, like strung them up outside. And I think it got down to 40 below, uh, something like that. And, um, the, you'll, you'll just have to go to the link. We'll share this link in the show notes, but it was really, really cool results. I think, um, you know, they did some outside testing. They actually have some really, really strong freezers inside their facilities. They use those too. So they tested Hmm. ink and pens and the, the results were really impressive with this ink i mean you'd have to get really extreme for this to not stuff to not work it looks like it's interesting to have a freezer in a polar facility i feel <laughs> right? like you don't need that like you just you just put it outside right <laughs> the funniest the funniest takeaway is basically as long as the temperatures stay above negative 20 you should be <laughs> in good shape yeah i think i think below that you've got more problems yeah this is for the polar ink by the way not normal ink this is the noodler's polar or what do they call it do they call it polar ink yeah polar ink so it has special special properties there you go freeze resistance the answer if you're worried about cold temperatures for your ink Mm -hmm. is just just use noodler's polar yes (laughs) it's pretty it was an awesome article i got a huge grin out of it i very very much enjoyed it um on the opposite end of the the positivity spectrum this is a interesting uh, my phone started getting various texts from various people on monday um say hey it looks like paradise pins is shutting down 
And, you know, I got that from multiple people, found some articles. And then yesterday they, they had their website up with all, all the stores shut down there. It's a physical store, um, in shopping malls, mostly or retail areas. And then the, the website was up. So everyone wasn't sure. And then as of yesterday afternoon, they put the big splash page on their website it says, it says, with great sadness that we must tell you that Paradise Pen is closing its doors effective immediately. It has been an absolute pleasure serving the pen community for the past 15 years, and we cannot say thank you enough to all of our loyal customers, employees, and vendors for their years of support and friendship. It's time to start writing the next chapter. Best regards, the Paradise Pen family. So, I've been talking a lot on this show. I talk about it more probably in the members' newsletter um, that year over year, stationary business growth rates are in the double digit percentages and it's just positive article after positive article then you see this so we wonder like how do those two things you know how can we have both of those things happening at the same time and i've always felt that paradise pins almost doesn't count in our community um, they obviously do. It's a lot of people's only access to some of this stuff, but where they are, where they place themselves in the market is an area that is declining overall, not just the pin business, but shopping mall business, right? They are brick and mortar and not even like standard, normal brick and mortar, like just in various business areas of cities, they are in high rent district malls. They pay extraordinary square footage rates for the locations that they're in that requires them to be a full MSRP shop. And what that means is you are paying absolute full price for every single thing in there. And, you know, a lot of our online retailers, you know, they have to do the same thing. And there's various commitments to vendors and manufacturers and things like that. But you can also get you know, you know, you're allowed to, these, these online shops are allowed to discount at certain rates. You know, you'll find pins 20% off, 40% off, things like that, that you rarely ever see at Paradise Pins. Um, I think it's telling that I very rarely hear people asking me questions. Hey, I saw this at Paradise Pins. What do you think? I don't get those questions. Um, you get it, you know, from a lot of the online shops or in person, like Fountain Pen Hospital or, you know, Anderson Pens and things like that. You also get outside of the Paradise Pens locations and you get a more, I don't know, helpful feedback from people who do this full time. Not that the people at Paradise Pens don't. A more tailored service. We'll call yes. It. There you go. There you go. It's, you know, the retail atmospheres, you know, can be interesting. Um, I've heard, I have heard of people going in and, you know, not, you know, discussing something with someone who doesn't know what they're talking about and things like that, just because, you know, uh, an established like that has to fill up all the hours that they're required to be open by malls and things like that. So they maybe don't have like the most experience in the things that we talk about. So I think it's kind of a double-edged sword. One, they're in a very high rent district in all of their shops. So, I mean, we're talking like the premier malls in big cities like in Atlanta the Paradise Pins was in Lenox Mall which is considered like the high end mall um you know they've had shops in Las Vegas and in just other like very very high rent district areas like it, it's hard to compete with all of the online shopping that people do now or all of the specific retail establishments that are have opened up across the country and have proven mm -hmm. you can be successful in this market. So I don't see them as someone like affecting like the growth. Like, is it a, is it this like a marker or a red flag of, Oh, the stationary community's turning. I don't think they count essentially. No, I, I don't there's see a that change in uh, the, the community. There is a change in uh, buying practices, but that doesn't mean a decline. It just means a change. Yeah. I mean, I did a little bit of Googling while you were talking and it doesn't seem like 
the the owners of the 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 company are in trouble per se. It seems like they're mm-hmm. going to be focusing on other areas. It looks like that they run a company called Paradise Baggage as mm-hmm. well, which seems to be doing good based on this article that I found from like mm-hmm. a week ago. Right, and that's how a lot of the mall pin stores happen. You there's a store called Mori Luggage, which is your luggage store. Well, and then they'd have gift accessories in there, and you'd find Lamy in there, for example. Um, so I wonder if that's how they got into the business originally. I don't, I don't know the Paradise Pen story, but um, yeah, it's kind of not a player in the realm that we're all in right now. Um, and they did not adjust to the changing market for pens, so I think that's what caused this more than anything. Um, not as a, I don't think it's any kind of red flag, like I was saying before, like, oh, the stationary market's going down, look at all these Paradise Pen stores. I They don't even register, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I've ever heard of Paradise Pens. Yeah. So. And they don't have, like, hundreds of stores. I think they may, did the site even say maybe... 10, 15, 20 stores. I don't know. It's a big enough so, business, uh, though. Like, you know, it's just a chunky-sized business. Yeah, and they've been... Cl- oh, yeah. And they've been um, closing down stores for years, but they actually just full swoop this time. Everything else that was open um, earlier this week got shut. Like, they'd been closing mm-hmm. them one off here, one off there. Mm-hmm. But um, it just got to the point where they just sh- shut the whole thing down. So, it's sad. It sucks. I don't like it. Sometimes it's people's only access to discover... You know, maybe walk in and find something kind of amazing and then you get into this hobby then, you know, find out people like the pen addict and this whole community and online shopping. Um, So it sucks from that perspective, but Mm -hmm. I can't say that it's actually surprising. So there's that. What is surprising (laughs) to me, I didn't know this existed till uh, my my good friends in the Slack room uh, pointed this out. There's a new Acromaw ink. And it's not just new colors. I was like, oh, cool, new colors, special series. You know, they introduced 12 new colors. That's kind of cool. Oh, wait a minute. These boxes, these bottles are gigantic. This is a double-size Ackerman bottle, if you will. So I think these are 120 milliliter bottles. Like, Ackerman used to sell their large ink bottles before they made the small ones, which I want to say were 150 milliliter bottles. Mm. Um, that's how you bought Ackerman ink. <laughs> it was in these gigantic bottles. Well, that wasn't like the thing. And, it's quite a commitment. Yeah, quite a commitment. And so they made it into a, a 60 milliliter bottle, which great. Perfect. You know, a lot of ink bottles are 50, 60, right in that range. That's great. The old Ackerman bottles, just as a side note, they go for stupid money on eBay. Huh. Like I saw... Um, Ackerman number eight in the original bottle went for like $120. <laughs> like it's insane. People really want the bottles as much as they yeah. because they're kind of fascinating. They're like, um, I can see how something like that could become a collector's item. Yeah, totally is. Totally is. Um, and these, these snuck up on me. I didn't know these, didn't know these were coming. They look like some neat colors, kind of um, an interesting addition to what they already have. You know, there's some, some more, outlier shades that kind of mix into some of the things they already have. Um, and I'm looking at these at Vanessa pens. I don't know where else, where else carries them. We'll have a link in the show notes, but they're $38 for 128 milliliter bottle. And um, I mean, I'm completely passing. Like I, I said, I need to get less ink. I certainly don't need 120 milliliters worth of a single color of ink. So but uh, 38 bucks, they're not having a problem selling these out. So they, they, I do like some of the colors, though. They look interesting. And they still have the marble, same bottle design. Um, it looks like a smooth bottle, not like a um, kind of, what do you call it, faceted bottle. But um, <laughs> they're pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. So uh, I guess I'll see these if she has any left. I'll see these in, at the LA Pen Show coming up here in, gosh, just about a month or so. So how many of these are you going to buy? Uh, I don't think I need that much. Ink. Yeah, well, that's honestly. a lot of ink. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of ink. A lot, a lot. Yeah. So, um, if I had very few bottles of ink and I was very committed to a color, I'd go for it. But I just don't need that size bottle right now. But you know, I say that I'll end up coming home with one from LA. You watch me. Once I see, um, once I see the um, 
the colors. They might have a cool color. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Something I don't have in the other 50 bottles I have laying around, which is not not true. So anyway, I thought that was worth pointing out because the old Ackermann bottles were are still highly sought after. So this is your chance to get uh, an almost their size bottle from them, which is pretty cool. All right, we have a whole host of other topics to get to today, but before we do, let me take a break and thank our friends over at Blue Apron for sponsoring this week's episode of The Pen Addict. Blue Apron is a new sponsor for the show, and let me tell you what they're all about. Blue Apron is all about giving you everything that you need to make incredible home cooking. They want to make it accessible to everyone, whilst also supporting and creating a more sustainable food system. Blue Apron sets the highest standards for ingredients, and they love to build this community of home chefs around what they're doing. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with fresh, high-quality ingredients to make delicious home-cooked food. Each of Blue Apron's meals comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-proportioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. So what that means is they send you the card, which is all nicely presented. It has pictures and it has all of the uh, recipe instructions boiled down to be nice and simple. And they also, they only send you just the food that you need. So it's easy to follow along because, you know, say like chop the onion and you know you only have to chop the onion that came in the bag for that food. You know, or they're like dumping these spices and you already have all the spices in a little pot for you. You don't end up with extra food and you also have just what you need to make what you want to eat. You can customize your recipes with Blue Apron each week based on your dietary preferences and choose the delivery option that fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment. You only get the deliveries when you want them. And Blue Apron delivers to 99% of the continental US. So it's super easy to take a break if you're going to be away. Or if you decide that you just want to get some Blue Apron meals you know, once or twice a month, you get a week's worth of food just to kind of uh, give you a bit of variety. It's totally up to you. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with fresh ingredients that support a more sustainable food system, you can make incredible meals at home. And this is why Blue Apron sets the highest quality standard for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranches. New recipes are created by Blue Apron's culinary team and are not repeated within a year, so you get tons of variety. You can cook recipes like spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and furukake. You can maybe, if you are interested in mushrooms and chipotle pili- uh, pepper enchiladas with lime sour cream, you can get those delivered to you. Or what about mixed mushroom and potato pizza with fontina cheese, spinach, and garlic oil? Just listen to how good these ingredients are, and you will be not only getting this crazy variety, but also with super high quality food. And when you're doing this frequently, if you get Blue Apron delivered to you frequently, you're making it frequently, you will learn new skills to make you a better chef at home, and then you always have those recipe cards if you want to recook something yourself. Check out this week's menu and get three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash penaddict. So that is three meals with Blue Apron for free with no shipping cost. All you what? need to do is go to blueapron.com slash penaddict to try it out. Like, this is a no-brainer trial. That's it's free the- food. <laughs> That's not how I thought this ad was going. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I have mine on the way. They won't be here uh, for another few days, but I, I, I've i been excited to kind of to try this for a long time now. So I, I'm glad they're on board and, um, you know, I'll, I'll get to test it us all out. It should be awesome. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Go to blueapron.com slash penaddict. And we want to thank Blue Apron for their support of this show and Relay FM. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Awesome. So things are be going to be cooking at the Philly Pen Show this weekend, Mike. Are you going? I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not planning on it. You, I mean, sure? you never know. Uh, you never but know. It, I'm, not, I'm not planning on it. Yeah. So everyone's pretty anxious about uh, getting the pen show season underway. And and we've talked about it a bunch in the last few months, you know, what shows I'm going to and, and things like that. But um, Philly is kicking off the year and first out the gate yep and franklin christoph helps put on the show they're one of the promoters of the show and i got a question in the slack room the other day uh generally saying how does one go about getting a franklin christoph special pin show edition if you can't be at the pin show i was like well you kind of can't so unless you have some really good friends that want to buy stuff for you take picture i see people you know, they have like the mad rush every day. They hold pins to 
sell first thing Friday, first thing Saturday, first thing Sunday at all the pin shows they go to, you know, different batches, you know, they don't sell everything out on Friday. They want, you know, other people to be able to get to some of the pins and, you know, um, I always see, you know, that's where all the the first crowd always is always at in the mornings at a pin show is around the Franklin Christoph table. And then you see people with their phones out because they're, <laughs> They're, they're being proxies for other people who can't make it to the mules, show and yeah the mules um <laughs> to to get them to carry their goods back for them um it's really really funny so um i in a, in a good way i love that franklin christoph they just started really focusing on this last year i think maybe a little bit in 2015 they'd have some and then they realized oh this is a thing we can like expand on so they really did that last year um i did pick up one from them in chicago which is a little blue uh 45 that i enjoy so it's cool and they usually have special stamping on on them for that like mine says ipo on it um and they're they're just cool so there's gonna be a lot of a lot of people a lot of pin addicts at the philly pin show a lot of good vendors and everyone if you're you know, in the area, you should really consider checking it out because it's pen shows are fun. Like it's just a yep. cool atmosphere. Yep. Even if you don't even have to spend a dollar, it's just cool to go and hang out and talk to people. Um, it, it's very, very fun. So are, are we going to have a blizzard this year? Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so. Not, I yeah. mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Although they, Hey, the show went on and they had a blast last year. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It was cool. It was cool. So we have, we have a, we do we do stuff with pen shows, right? We sure do. Yeah. We sure do. We're getting ready to to work on our Kickstarter for Atlanta and um maybe something else. Why don't why don't you why don't you spill the beans? Even though I think we've alluded to this before. We have, we have, but we're kinda we're getting all the final parts in place now. Um by hopefully the end of the month, uh we will have the Kickstarter ready to uh fund for the Pan Addict u.s tour i guess where we're going to be hitting atlanta in april uh same as last year it will be me and brad and and hopefully anna as well um i don't want to speak for her right now because i i mm-hmm. don't know her plans but yep. we will be doing a live show on it yeah planning on it live show with video we'll be there the whole time uh, on the knock booth we'll be doing a bunch of fun stuff but the big thing that we do in the show we're doing meetups and then we're also this year building into the kickstarter to fly me out to DC for the DC Pen Show in August. Now, the DC Pen Show in August, um, we're going to pre- basically run it like how we ran the first Atlanta show. I will be there with Brad. We will both be there. We will do a meetup, right? And we'll, we'll mm-hmm. be able to hang oh, out yeah. with everybody. We'll probably do, I mean, we'll do like something official, but we'll be at the bar wherever the bar is for the whole time when we're not at the they have stand. A, they, have a great, they have a great bar set up in DC. So we'll be there, and me and Brad will be recording in person, but we won't be doing a live video or anything of this one. It's just going to be a live show. Yeah, no studio audience. No, but what I'm planning... Unless a few people can sit on our bed or something while we record. Yeah, but I'm planning on doing something special for the the DC Pen Show for backers. I mean, we'll get into this later, but yes. where I've been getting into video stuff recently... Um, yes. I'm planning on putting together like a special backer only vlog of the DC pen show. Mm-hmm. I'm glad um, you said that because I've been writing the details of the Kickstarter and I already fully pimped you in for that. Good man. <laughs> so I'm glad you, I'm glad you committed uh, live to that because uh, I, I have written that down. And we have a, we have a, a what do we, what do, what do they call it? A reward level. Yeah. We have a reward yeah. level this year. We have a physical good as we do every year. Uh, and I think you're going to be very excited about this one. So Yeah, so the first year we did a special high tower, mm-hmm. which came out wonderful. It was forest green, yellow, and we had a Union Jack flag tag on there, which was awesome. Um, it's so cool. Um, last year we did the Panatic notebooks, which were a hit um, with the embossed logo um, and the cool cover. They were awesome. And um, we're not ready to say what's going to take place this year, but... I think we're going case, most likely. That's the that's what we're shooting for right now. Some type of pen case, um, and we'll we'll have more hopefully by the end of the month because honestly we need to get this going. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a pen case made by Knock that you most mm. likely don't have one of. 
Mm. Right? That, very, is that fair to say? It's very I would unlikely. Say, I would say 25 or 40 people or less have this case if we do this case. So, yeah. Very so, yeah. few people will have it. We just want to, we're talking about this so we can kind of let you know it's coming. Uh, if mm-hmm. you know, you're, if you want to put any money aside for it. Uh, right. And also, we like to talk about these things because it nails me and Brad down to actually getting this thing done by the end of the month, which we yeah. need to do. Yep. 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 Didn't you, the, while, while we're talking, you went and threw this in right under our Atlanta DC. What, what are you doing to me here? So... I have mentioned in the past my strong desire to go to Chicago, just to go to Chicago. Um, it's mm-hmm. a place that I've wanted to visit for a long time. There are people that I want to meet there. Um, I won't be able to do the Chicago Pen Show because, what is it, like a week or two after Atlanta? No Usually. more than two. Yeah, so no that, more than two weeks. That one has never worked for me, which is a shame. However, there is a conference that I have spoken at um, in the past called Release Notes, and it's been they, they're doing their third year this year. The last two years have been in Indianapolis, but this year, um, in October, Release Notes is going to be in Chicago. Oh, cool. So... I'm, it's very likely that I will attend because this is a good thing. Uh, they usually have great speakers. They usually have people that I know as speakers. A bunch of my friends tend to go to this conference. And plus, it's in a place that I want to go to. And the reason I mention this is because if I go to Chicago, I'm going to go to the Field Notes HQ. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will barge my way in there. <laughs> they won't be able to stop me. And yes, as Glenn has pointed out, I will buy out the whole place. Yeah. So you know, finally, I, got a, I, I might be going to, to Chicago. You know, I got a Christmas present that you're going to be super jealous of from one of our listeners who <sighs> happens to be in the chat room. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, call her out just yet, but um, they, yeah, I, I just need to get a frame for it and then uh, you'll, you'll be super oh, jealous. Oh, I know what you've got. <laughs> I don't know like exactly the configuration, but I know what you've got. <laughs> <laughs> love you christine um <laughs> so yeah you should do that like i mean i haven't gotten to see the new the new layout it was under construction they had some of the walls up and some of the flooring in but it looks pretty awesome from um all their christmas party holiday pictures so mm-hmm. i think they're pretty pretty happy about how everything turned out it's in the same building it's just in the floor of the floor level of the same building so like on the third floor so very cool very cool so I wanted to throw in, you threw that note in, and I threw this note in right before we started. I just noticed on Twitter this morning, um, a bunch of people retweeting that it's World Sketch Note Day. So I wanted hey. to throw that out there for everyone. Our good friend, Mike Rohde, um, got this all started up. He's the sketch noter extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. I love looking at all of his work and then everyone else who does this type of visual note taking. I love looking at all their work. I think it's just fascinating. Um, you know, I... When I was at uh, XOXO in 2014, I met a woman named Susan Lynn, and it's because I saw her sitting there sketchnoting, so we struck up a conversation and a friendship, and she makes wonderful sketchnotes. So I'm always following her and Mike and everyone else who does these sketchnotes just because I think they're cool. So today's World Sketchnote Day, we'll have a link in the show notes. You can go go follow along, see what uh, these sketchnoters are up to, and uh, maybe join in. I think it's really, really cool. And, uh, you know, adding to my list of people we need to get back on, uh, Mike's been on at least once if not twice i think twice um and we'll we'll get him back on uh here hopefully this year last week on the show i mentioned that i purchased a what you corrected me to say a few day nib Mm -hmm. Uh, it has arrived oh nice and uh i have done as promised and and i have put it into my previously uh exploded franklin (laughs) christoph to give it a new life and that Franklin Kristoff is an O2. I always call it the 20. You know, I, I get those uh, transposed all the time. Um, it's an o- model O2 Franklin Kristoff, which is the, the Panatic style, which is awesome. So I, I'm shocked you got this nib. Like, this does not seem like a Mike nib. I, I tell you why I like this nib, because I do freaking love this nib. Um, it, a lot of these types of nibs don't work for me. Like, I can't get them to work in the way mm-hmm. that other people can get them to work. And when I say other people, I mean right-handed people. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, I seem to have a problem just with my left-handed writing style, getting a lot of this stuff to do the fancy stuff. 
know, mm-hmm. like I really struggle with like flex nibs and things like that. Like I just can't seem to get them to work in the way that I that everybody else can. Mm-hmm. But I can totally make this work. The Fuday nib, like I can, I can get like all of the three different line variants that it would give, and it can do it really easily, and it feels really smooth. So. I'm, I am. I bought this after trying it. You know, like I tried it. Uh, like I mentioned that Tiff Ahmed had it and I tried it. Uh, and it's arrived. And it's just incredible fun. Like to make these awesome. super thin lines and in these huge fat lines, all the, with the one nib. And like that you write with it upside down, which obviously works with me very well uh, to do some weird stuff. Yeah, I, I really, really like it. I really, really like it. That's really cool. I am, uh, I am uh, very impressed at you. Like you are... You were going in in deep on this one. Um, that's impressive. It's great. So I what, recommend what, it. What ink is in in this now? Uh, Andronopole. Andronopole. That's yeah. what I thought you put in there. And yeah, just I, in I, there. I, I put it in there immediately, um, but it just wasn't right. And it was basically instead of pink, it was purple because I yeah. had blue ink in it. Or before, I just couldn't get. I just could not get the blue ink out. Um, but obviously, when I switched over the the nib and and the feed, it just worked perfectly. Yeah. Well, on the on the pink, purple, blue train, I saw this blog post from my friend Bert Ozer mm-hmm. at uh, Bertram's Inkwell, and Bert's one of the awesomest guys you will meet at a pen show. He's uh he's just a really fun, positive guy. Runs his store in Baltimore. Um, you know, he's been around for a while. He promotes uh, a couple of shows. I know he does Miami and Baltimore pin shows. So he's a, he's a really, really cool guy. And I saw this link. I think I saw it on Facebook called Fantasy Vanishing Point Pins. I was like, well, this is up my alley. Let's see what we got going here. And I saw the pictures. I was like, whoa, these look kind of cool. So what's happening here is Bert has a friend that messes around in this type of thing and this friend um his name's richard he makes some type of material what are they calling this material here it's like a special flexigran so it's this kind of acrylic thin strong acrylic says it's more dense and stronger than acrylic, and best of all, has a density that allows it to be be machined thinner than celluloid, which is a quality needed to replicate the thickness of the brass body on the vanishing point pins. So, I'm kind of fascinated by this, number one, because I love the vanishing point. Number two, this flexigran material is really pretty. Like... He's got some nice swirl patterns, um, some really bright colors. And interestingly enough, I don't know if you caught these at the bottom, Mike. Did you see the demonstrators? Oh, I'm very interested in the way the demonstrators look. <laughs> so Bert has, he even wrote in the thing, he's already sold the silver-plated demonstrator. If he hadn't, I would have sent him an email. I think I would have to have that. Because so, whilst it's obviously you're never going to eyedropper a uh, a vanishing point, yeah. watching the mechanism do its yeah. thing, that's yeah. cool. That's like yeah. when you used to get like your Nintendo controllers made out of clear plastic. Right. You know, that, it's that kind of idea. Right. Like, I'm not buying this to see the ink slosh around, which I do for most op- eyedroppers. I'm buying to see the mechanisms, mm-hmm. which is just... This looks cool. Like the gold one's too much for me. Like I couldn't handle the gold. Even though it's it's funny, the gold one looks like it's eyedroppered. It looks like there's ink in that barrel section, the way it's like kind of plastered on the wall. But that silver one, oh man. If uh I, I might hit Bert, you know, maybe by DC, maybe you can get Richard to make me one. But um it's uh these patterns are really cool and it reminds me of you know, there's several other people that do this in different ways. One of them is uh, Matoshi from Stylo Art. I couldn't find a link on any of his pages that showed a picture of one of his vanishing points, but I've almost bought one of those at every show I've been to because they're really, really fantastic. You know, I love his pen and his handiwork is amazing. He gets, he'll bring about four or five vanishing points where they'll either have some kind of wood grain or ebonite or some kind of thing um, that he puts them, he puts um, around the barrel. So, and I think he just does them at pen shows. So, you know, there you'll have to go to get them there and, 
there's a few others that do that as well that I've seen. But I'm always on the lookout for like if you like something like um, the ones at Bertram's Inkwell, the fantasy vanishing points, Pilot is actually doing more and more with some of the vendors in Japan, like Bung Box, where you can get these great orange limited edition vanishing points that I didn't get, you know, and Pilot's actually getting into doing more with the vanishing point as kind of their playground for special editions. So I wouldn't be surprised for me to end up with one or two of these in the coming year. You know, if I can find something, one, I like, and number two, I can buy fast enough before they sell out. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's very cool. Very cool stuff. I'm, I mean, you know, like this is the, I look at that. I don't think I could buy one, right. Just because it, it yeah. doesn't really work for me, but there are some times where you, you want a pen, as jewelry, mm-hmm. um, and this like those demonstrator ones would be would be something like that. Like I would love to own one of those clear vanishing points because yeah. I would like the jewelry of it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Talking about jewelry. This, yeah, this next pen I want to talk about is one of the sexiest pens in the world. I'm just gonna go out there and say that the the Pelicans. The Pelican Suveron uh, M400 in tortoise shell, and I bring this up number one because I reviewed it on Monday, but number two, I'm giving it away because it's an awesome pen and someone should have it. So I wanted to mention that on the show because it's running through the end of the week. Um, they've done tortoise shell special editions for years and years and years. They're just stunning. I mean, I don't know what to say about this pen. I always love seeing them new, old, anywhere in Pelican's lineup. They're awesome. Um, it's just a fantastic looking pen. And, you know, I I thought, you know, I probably won't use this on a daily basis. So I thought I should give it away to someone who will. So that's up on the Pen Addict blog. We'll have a link in the show notes. And it's... It's pretty amazing, Mike. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a good looker. Yep. Talking about something that is pretty amazing, let's take a moment to thank our friends over at Squarespace for supporting this week's show. You can enter the offer code INC at checkout when you sign up for Squarespace. You'll get 10% off your first purchase. Let me tell you why. Make your next move with Squarespace. They let you create a website that is perfectly suited for your next idea. You'll be able to grab a unique domain name, set it up with an award-winning template, and everything you need. They have it all. And for any type of website that you want to make, maybe you want to create a blog, maybe you want to create an online store, maybe you want to create a portfolio. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing you need to install. They don't have any patches that you need to worry about. There are no security things that you need to be concerned with. No upgrades that you have to do because of some flaw somewhere. Squarespace take care of all of it. They have a rock-solid platform backed up with fantastic hosting and a team of people that are taking care of it. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Squarespace have got you covered. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help with anything. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name that will let you speak perfectly about your site, right? Like something like The Pen Addict, right? It's like mm. it's it's the perfect name. They're the types of things that you can grab with Squarespace. And then also build a great site like Brad does with The Pen Addict. It's a Squarespace website, not co, his store, Squarespace website. It looks fantastic, all of these sites do, Brad's sites and all the Squarespace sites, because their templates are designed by our professionals and they've won awards for it. They look great on all sizes of device. It doesn't matter whether you're coming from a tablet, a phone, or a computer. Your Squarespace site is going to look fantastic. Squarespace is the perfect thing for you, but it's also great for somebody else in your life who's looking to start a website because you can help them get it set up if you want to. Then you can just let them go on their merry way and Squarespace will be able to provide any of that support that they need and you don't have to worry worry about it. Great news. Squarespace plans start at only $12 a month and you can sign up for a free trial. You don't need any credit card to do this. You can just go to squarespace.com, sign up and play around with it. You don't need to give them any money to do that, which is awesome. Then when you do sign up, use the offer code INC, I-N-K, to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the Pen Addict. Thank you to Squarespace for the continued support of this show and Relay FM. So one quick thing on Squarespace, one, I did something on this giveaway that I've never done before, which is use one of those services that kind of 
collects the entries and then I can just, I can just allow it to pick someone random. Like, um, there's one Mm -hmm. called Rafflecopter, which is very, very popular. Rafflecopter Um, is a fantastic name. Yeah. (laughs) So this one's called Gleam and I was able to, to tune it the way I wanted to, to just allow people to enter once and be done with it. But what it, Squarespace allowed me to do is throw a code block in there, get the embed code from Gleam, click save, and my entry's embedded right there. Um, you know, the giveaway entries form is embedded right there in the blog, which was super simple. So that was very cool. I was happy with that. The chat room are talking about something right now. Yes, let's jump to this. So we were going to talk about this later in the show. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Newton. Everybody knows Sean. If you don't know Sean, Sean is responsible for some of the most beautiful custom-made pens that you will ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, he uses great acrylic, great blanks that he gets from places. I don't know if he makes blanks himself, um, but he turns out these just one of two different things, either beautiful pens, incredible pens, or like the craziest pens you've ever seen. <laughs> right. right. Sean operates right. on those two spectrums. They're either incredibly yeah. beautiful or they're like, why on earth does this have two nib- nibs? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but he does that. Now, he posted something uh, from a good friend of the show, Mr. Jonathan Brooks. Uh, it's a pen model that Sean calls the Eastman, made with a blank called Primary Manipulation, yep. which is, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the picture that he posted. Like, this is one of the most beautiful acrylics I've ever seen. Right? Like, yeah. You, did you see so, this? Yeah. So, Jonathan came up with this some point last year, I think, um, and actually had trouble naming it. And then the, he he did like a whole thing about naming this material it's awesome it looks even better in person it's like it's basically everything it's all the (laughs) colors yeah all the colors it looks like melted crayons um which is fantastic it's it's so cool so uh you enjoyed this one i leveled up man (laughs) i've ordered one yeah nice i've ordered my first newton pen nice yeah that's really cool this is (laughs) This is a fantastic pen. It's just too cool looking. I basically I saw it on Instagram. Sean said, like, any questions, email me. I emailed him, like, immediately. I was like, I need one of these. But then he dropped the Sean Newton heartbreak. Yeah. Eight to 12 months. <laughs> I was yeah. like, no! Yeah. I think, I think two years ago when I ordered my Shinobi, that was, like, six months. So, yeah, it's a, it's a long wait, but that's just kind of what you do, you know? So, I paid up front, mm-hmm. right? I've paid all the money for him. And now I'm going to forget about it. Yeah. And it's a gift for me in the future. Yeah. That's cool. So did you get this exact model, the Eastman with the roll stop? I didn't get the roll stop. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I do like I do like the little roll stopper thing though, but yeah, I can yeah. see. Yeah, but th- it looks like it has flat edges on it, or maybe that's just a shine. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, with the... The roll stop was not expensive to add. But there was just something about this where I was like, no, I want it just like one thing. Also, (laughs) it was like, I don't have to say it. It's like 300, which is, okay, that's not cheap, but it's not crazy. Right, right. Um, Like the Canaleas are going to run you close to four. Like it's the same kind of theory, um, but with a lot more branding built in. So it costs more. Yeah, if that makes sense. Again, it's not. It's a, it's a lot of money. I understand that, mm. but this is honestly one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. Like for me, like this is just everything, uh, and I I want it, and I couldn't not get it. So uh, yeah. I, the I bought it as a, as a present to myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm tempted on this material too. Maybe one day. It, it's really really cool. So are are you like? on some kind of different path this year? Like, are you, do you have like a focus? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like, this is a, like a purposeful sort of thing. Yeah. This is, this is one, this is like my, my theme in pens this year is to elevate my pen addict status. Uh, So there are like, I I think there are like two pillars, right. Of, of being a pen addict. (laughs) Okay. Like to get like to, to that this. to like to get to that top tier, one of them is buying a pen from Sean Newton, <laughs> and then the other is buying a Nakaya. Like they are like the final boss stage. 
right? Like, they're, they're like these two, like, custom pens and super expensive fountain pens are like a theme in what we get into with the fountain pen stuff, right? Like, they are kind of like... The- yeah, I mean, it kind of became an eventuality, right? Yeah. But you know, I don't want it to be that way. Like, I don't want... I want someone to use their awesome Pilot G2 gel ink pen and love yep. this show the same. Like, there's no... No, 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 <laughs> this is way- not a requirement. <laughs> but it's... I, I just feel like at the point where I am now, like, having done yeah, this show with you for so many years, like, these are, like, the two things that are missing... Like, mm-hmm. because I am a fountain pen person, right. and I have bought many custom pens, um, I, and I've bought some very expensive fountain pens. I've had some expensive customs made, but these are like I consider to be two holes in mm-hmm. my collection. Gotcha. And so I have plugged one of them now um, for honestly what I thought would be about fifty percent of what it would cost me to get in, price wise. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was expecting to spend closer to a thousand dollars on a newton pen like I, I don't know why but that was just my assumption oh, and, yeah, I, no. and i think it might just be because people tend to request lots of weird and wonderful things of sean which yeah. pushes the prices up um but what i want is exactly what i saw yeah um so this was like one of those things where i was like let me see how much it costs like i just said like give me a quote and he told me what it was before shipping like 200 and something and i'm like yeah mm. i want it like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a no-brainer for me because I get to achieve, like, a little personal goal in mm. my pen addictness with one of, like, th- this is just going to be a jewel in my collection. Like, right. Th- th- this will be, like, how I have my sky at night sitting on my desk at all times. Like, I will try and find some kind of stand for that thing that can do it justice and it will just sit there on my desk in yeah. all of its glory. Like, my, my sky at night sits in its little stand yeah, you know, we'll just like, get Jonathan. I mean, he makes the materials to so get him to make you put an I order was, in for a stand at Atlanta. And I was so you'll have it later in the that, year. You know, oh, like I might, I might ask him to do that. that that's a it's, that's a very good idea. So I, yeah. yeah, so this is just something that I want. Second is an Akaya. Like I am gonna get one this year. Um, at and I'll I'll spoil something that I was gonna talk about later, but I've ever so slightly changed. The Nakaya that I want to get, mm-hmm. I was digging mm-hmm. around on their website, mm-hmm. and they have made. I don't know how new this is, but the 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 one that I love, um, I, I can't say the names of them very well. It's the Nakaya sure. that has like the Ooh. the the lines kind of scraped out of the middle of it, like it's orange yeah. with like the black kind of scrape. That's the Nagoro style. Yeah, they have like made cracked. one where they've inverted the colors. So yeah, it's now black, stupid. and they scrape out with these. Re- so it has these big red lines in it, yeah, and it this looks is the like the most incredible evil pen. Uh, yeah. And that's this is this is what I'm going to get. Yeah, this is the one. I, I don't yep. think it's even close. And you know, I'm an or- I'm an orange guy. I love Me my too. orange Negoro. This one's better. Without question, I this saw it bad. and I was like, "That's what I need." So I don't know what it's going to take for me to get it. Like this is a this is going to be <clears> part of a journey. Um, mm-hmm. of, of getting this thing from fi- financially and then also just like <laughs> how you go about ordering. Like, yeah, I know it's not difficult, but it's, I know that for many people, it's a little bit daunting mm-hmm. um, because it's such a big expense and it's from like you're ordering it from a company in another country and in a different right. languages. And it's all right. just like this big thing for me. But in a way, like, this is part of what I am excited about, that it's going to be this thing that I have to do to achieve a goal of mine. And, yeah. th- you know, the goal is not just, like, ordering it. It's also getting the money for it. Absolutely. You know? Like, I'm not just going to buy this thing blind. Like, I need to, to earn that money somehow in, mm-hmm. you know... Part of it is in doing something I should have done a long time ago, which is clearing out the amount of field notes that I have. That's going into the fund. And then I'm going to find some other way to amass the rest of the money before I buy this thing. So I'm leveling up this year. I haven't seen that one before. So um, that's whew, that's really hot. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm drooling over that. Like, I, I can't buy that. Like, that's I, I'm not allowed to buy that, right? Because no, I, this I have is enough. Mine. But it's really, really, really <laughs> special. That's a good one. Nice job. So there you go. Talking about special things. Mm-hmm. You've been doing what you do. 
Yeah, and I I put this in there because I want to talk about that, right? So this is related to Knock and us building a new product and sharing teaser things. And what made me want to put this in there was I listened to your show with our good friends Dan and Tom from Studio Neat, thoroughly considered mm-hmm. uh, episode twenty-two. I want to say I don't. Yep. I didn't link it in the show notes. Great episode. Um, some really interesting and heartfelt comments from Dan at the beginning of that show. I actually um, messaged him um, after listening to that. I was like, "Wow, dude, you are in my head. Like, I'm feeling like the same thing. Like, it's challenging to continually come up with new products, and it's nerve wracking." to when you commit to something as if it's going to be successful, like when it's your livelihood, right? We're not doing this for some other business. We're not designing for someone else, right? We're designing because it it directly affects our bottom line, if you will. So, you know, at Knock, we're known for making lots of prototypes, teasing them on Instagram. And we're making one right now. You know, we've we've done some in the past that have not come through. And we're making one right now that we feel really good about and we think it's going to happen. And my question is, do I talk more about this journey? Because this is a different thing we're embarking on. It's a, it's a case that fits travelers sized notebooks, um, which is something we've been asked for. And, you know, I know a lot of people really would prefer like an a five or an a six case first, and those will probably happen down the line, especially if we get this case right. It's an easy switch to manipulate the size. <coughs> Folio. I know, right? So it's like, do I like go really deep into the building of this product, which is kind of something I want to explore, but then there is a 25% chance it doesn't happen, you know, a fairly high percentage, I would say. Um. But this is such a different product for us and what we're going to do around it. It's like, do people want to hear all the things that kind of go into what we're doing? <laughs> and it might not happen. It's like, it's really, really tough Like to decide. It's like, I really want to talk about this project. It's a really long ways out and there's a chance it might fail. What, why might it fail? Well, just, I don't, ha- I don't know how much it's going to cost yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing, you know. How is the construction really going to do what we want to do? Because it's a zippered case, which will blow, in my opinion, anything, any of the travelers or photories or any of that stuff out of the water in my book, because it's a zip. And Jeff and I are going through all these things. I mean, we've got colors and labels and naming and, and, you know, like numbering conventions. Like it's going to be like a system. This is going to be like a big project for us. It's like, do I... Do I share all of that or do I dump it out when it's done? Like all of it at once when it's done. So I kind of want some feedback on that. People love, I always get good feedback on, I'm glad you talk business stuff. Um, This one's kind of interesting to me because it, it could be a long path and it could be a long path to failure, just kind of like um the Obi, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, fun to discuss but there's like ups and downs and trials and tribulations and i don't know i i feel like sharing and, and telling the story of how this product came together because it's going to be it's not just going to be a case it's going to be very different from things that we've done in the past and um i don't know i'm just interested to hear feedback are people interested in that my assumption is yes but it was like are you talking too much about that is when can I have it? You know, that's going to be the hardest thing is when well, you're talking about this. When does it happen? I mean, we'll be lucky if it happens in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. That's how product, you know, stuff goes. So I don't know. What do, do you have any thoughts on this? As you know, I listened to you talk to Dan and Tom about, about their stuff. Do you, how was the feedback on, on talking about things as specific like the OB? So, for that show and for like the types of things that we talk about on that show, it's like it's accepted because up front everyone knows that's what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Right? So like when we're talking about that stuff on the show, everyone knows that it's either going to happen or not going to happen and you're coming along for the ride. So like me and you taking some time once a month 
to kind of talk mm -hmm. about a little project that you're working on, I think right. people would, would appreciate that. Like if right. I was going to give you some criticism, mm -hmm. it would be that like, I think without any context kind of just teasing these things on Instagram mm -hmm. is whilst it builds hype, mm -hmm. but I think you might be too early Right in the product development cycle to do that. Like, if you took picture, if me and you spoke about it, and then we took pictures and put them in the show notes, that mm. makes sense because there's a lot of context around the discussion. Right. But like with what you're putting on Instagram, there's no context. Right. Um. And I, I'm concerned that like you guys will end up going down the road of like over teasing. Mm. That would be that would say I'm being very honest with you here because I love you. No. No, but, I agree with that. And like Mike says it perfectly in the chat room. He says, uh, Franklin Kristoff says nothing until they launch, while Twisby says everything and it never shows up. Yep. <laughs> and we, we yell at Twisby all the time. And someone in one of our cases, like someone made a comment, here's another piece of vaporware. And like I laughed, but it's like, well, that's kind of hits home too. I it's already like, made the folio joke. Yeah, right. So that's, I don't want you guys to, to become that in the community because. Mostly because we make fun of people that do that. Right. Right. Like on this show, we make fun of Twisby because they tease products that seemingly never come. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want you guys to fall victim to that. But right. I think like me and you talking about, you know, checking in every now and then talking about development of a product. I think that's a really mm -hmm. fun thing to talk about. But right. I think that it might be better for you to to hold off posting pictures of some stuff until you know it's further along. Like, right? If you're like, we've put an order in, but we're still three or four months away. I think that's perfectly fine. Like, yeah, you know it's happening, but like at the stage where you maybe don't even know, I think it it doesn't help you to to do that. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. So oh there you God. go. That's cool. my feeling. That's good. But that's good. Yeah, I think if you wanna if you wanna talk about stuff like this on the show, like obviously I am interested in it because I have a whole other show where you mm -hmm. know where I talk to right. Tom and Dan about that. Like I find development of products interesting, but right. it's in the same way that like when we're working on new shows, it is very rare that we will that we well we never tease, right. We we sometimes have pilots for shows that may or may not go into production, mm -hmm. but that we're very clear with those. It's like this is just a pilot episode, but right. we we never we never tease shows that we're working on, um, right? For this reason, because we've had shows that took two weeks to get off the ground. We've had shows that took six months, um, gotcha. and so there are times where we don't know about that. So, so there you go. Cool, that's good stuff. I have some ideas already. Right. Uh, from you and from the chat room um you know there this is i'm I'm glad we had this conversation actually i'm glad i threw it out there because i'm i'm already getting like good feedback um on on this so yeah that's cool very cool i want to talk about something cool all right this is a a new paper brand emanating from my my hometown uh paperboy london is the name of the brand um, and mm -hmm. what I love about them, designed in London, pressed in England. This is not something I get to talk about. Right. There, there are not a lot of companies that create a brand around being proud to be made in England. Made mm -hmm. in America is all over everything, right? We, we mean you have had this conversation in the past. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is a notebook brand that is being made here. Now, the, the the company behind this is Paperboy London is the brand, but it's a it's a um, it's owned by a company called Jolly Awesome, and Jolly Awesome make incredible greetings cards. My connection to this company is that when I worked in the bank, I worked with the guy behind this, Matt. He was a like an artist and a graphic designer, and he started creating greetings cards whilst he was still working at the bank alongside me. Oh, really? And he left to start his company. And he is part of the reason that I left because he oh, did cool. it. So, like, he went out and did it. And, like, his cards are a huge deal. They're sold all over the world in, like, big high street 
like stores. Like there's a mm-hmm. there's a couple of chains here in the UK that carry them. I know that he you know he does them in the US. He sells stuff at trade shows. He does pop up shops. Like Jolly Awesome's a big deal, and he's wanted to make notebooks for a while. And me and him were chatting about this, um, and he's come out with this stuff, um, which is incredible. So he sent me some stuff. He sent me some pre production notebooks and some production versions. Mm-hmm. And I am so impressed because I have never seen notebooks like this before. <laughs> like they are bold and they are bright and they are colorful. And he like was talking to me. We were we were chatting about paper. Like, and he put mm-hmm. a lot of work. Like he he I can't say for sure where the paper is sourced, but he mm-hmm. told me a company he was working with, and the company that he was working with is an incredibly well-established paper company in the UK with an okay. international heritage. I don't know if he was just working with them to find out what paper to go with or if he's using their paper. Like I don't want to say that, but the paper is really yeah. good. Um it's. I, I asked Matt if he could kind of give me the lay of the land of the paper and, and like mm-hmm. what the production is. And he told me the inner is a 120 GSM white offset. And then the covers have a special matte lamination waxed over the print so that they age without cracking because the covers are amazing. They're like, that's my favorite thing about these. Like, I've never seen notebooks like this before. Huh. Yeah, these look really cool. I love the designs. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to try. Like, what size notebooks are they? Are they, they look... A five? Okay, yeah, they look bigger. Like, so that's a good. Yeah, they're they're A five, um, and I believe they're also yeah. They also has some pocket notebooks. Uh, some of them that have googly eyes on the cover. Uh, I don't <laughs> have those, but I do have um, the the A five notebooks. They're like a great the, size. I like the spray, the spray notebooks. I like those. Oh yeah, they're cool really colors. Looking. So I, I have the spray, and I, my favorite, though, is the Nothing Came Easy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's yeah, just this, like, really fracture good. monochrome, and it's got foil, that's foil stamping. Oh, cool. The Nothing Came Easy, and then it's foil stamped with the Paperboy logo on the back. I also love that brand name. Yeah, Paperboy. that's a good name. So he's doing this, he's doing this stuff. Like, he's making oh, yeah. these notebooks. Yep. Like, this is his company. He's making notebooks, and he's stretching his legs in print technologies Mm -hmm. doing kind of off the wall things um and and putting them out on these books and it the results look fantastic so what i love about it is it's bold designs like but it's his first designs on notebooks right it's like he's just coming out of the gate with something different and the paper so i've used a variety of pens in the paper uh it feels good it's nice and smooth i've used a bunch of fountain pens uh, if it was feathering a little and bleeding a little on some of my broader and crazier nibs, but mm-hmm. nothing I wouldn't have expected, honestly, because mm-hmm. like this isn't this isn't like the paper that's intended to be made for the types of pens that I was using, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is like very specific type of paper that you want to use if you're using a music nib. Yes, right. Like if you want true. no bleed or feathering from a music nib, well, you need to buy something specific for that. Yeah, <laughs> you need to shop appropriately. Yeah. So like. All of my mediums, um, some of my broads, and you know, obviously all the ballpoints I'm using, it all work perfectly. No bleeding. Like I was, I was worried about the paper, right? Just from my requirements, sure. which sure. is why I asked him up front before he sent them to me. Like I'm just interested. What are you using? And what he was telling me was good, and then the results have come out really great as well. Like you know, because we have this all the time. It's like so many people love Baron Fig paper because it works mm-hmm. really well but i can't stand it because i i find the bleed to be too much right right but it's like but because i have like quirky requirements <laughs> for right. a lot of my yeah. stuff yes you know yeah and you know and obviously field notes doesn't work perfectly with all fountain pens but i'm i just let go of that most of the time yeah because uh, i love the designs but i think that what matt has been able to create here is kind of incredible mm-hmm. uh, for for a first try. Like, I I'm very very impressed with what he's been able to do. Yeah, these look nice. And I'm going to say one thing, and I, I don't mean it as a negative, but it's something that that comes up. Like the first thought popped in my head. Like nothing came easy, and what's the other one? Uh, Rise and shine looks straight out of the Nike catalog. Like, I don't know if it's the same font or the same it's angle. It's very similar. It's very it's similar. It's like, like if you saw this at a Nike store, you would think 
like that's the perfect Nike notebook. So yeah, I, like, I believe he's using Futura Bold. Um, mm-hmm. I believe, like just from my eyes, which is what I use for my vlogs, funnily enough, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. <laughs> we both kind of gravitated toward this bold italic. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it does look like Nike. Yeah, um, which is uh, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool, clean look. I'm a huge Nike fan. So <laughs> like I mean, a lot uh, of his stuff, I think, you know, it's, it's it, you could see it there. I completely agree. Like some of these notebooks, you could put them in a Nike store and it would work. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I think like, is a good like thing. today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm saying like I didn't want to sound that as a negative. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's that's how nice these look. It looks like Nike, like marketing material, like high ends that someone put a lot of time and effort into this kind of stuff stuff. So, yeah, it looks great. It has an, they have an attitude that I usually don't get from my paper products. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is just like a young, fresh attitude that we usually don't get. Um, right. And that's, that's why I'm pretty impressed of it all. So I recommend people go and check it out. The website is paperboy.london. Um, his stuff is, you can order it now. I think it's shipping now or very soon. But the store is open, it's available. Um, I think, especially if you live in the UK, give this a shot and, and, the reason I'm saying this is because I just think that I think it's a, it's important that we try and have some homegrown talent here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like because I, I it bothers me sometimes that everything that we talk about comes from the states. And yeah, the, I can understand that. You know, and and that I even have an affinity for Made in America for some weird reason. <laughs> Well, that's why I do talk about the Ajoto guys from time mm-hmm. to time because that's all all British made product and it's yep. amazing and the guys that run it are fantastic and you know I- anywhere you know wants to be proud of the things that come come from from their locale. I think it's a big deal. And so I will also use this opportunity again to give another plug for for Tessa's uh, the stationer the dashstationer.co.uk because she's adding more and more incredible stuff and it's another like boutique store based in england um right which i'm excited about so i will also now put out a call for uh if you know of a company that's based in the uk that is based in england uh i would say england maybe especially because that's where i'm from i would love to Mm -hmm. know about them uh so please send in your recommendations to me because i'm just i uh, now that i've seen like these two brands from people that i really adore Mm -hmm. um i am becoming increasingly aware of our u.s focus uh yep. and it doesn't need to be that way because i'm not there <laughs> i'm <laughs> here um yeah. so i i yeah. want to know more because i know that we have an international audience as well uh, yep. so i, I want to try and cater to that a little bit more but please go and check out matt's products because he is a lovely person who makes super cool stuff and go to jolly awesome as well because his greetings cards are freaking hilarious <laughs> they are so good like they're just so good. And he also does like prints and stuff. I actually need to get some prints from him. Um, so yeah, go check out uh, jollyawesome.com. Uh, the guy knows branding. Like if there's one thing, like yeah, his company like names are just totally on point. Yep. he's He's got it going on. Good for him. All right. So that wraps it up for today. A real grab bag. I love the grab bags though. I do too. My I favorite do too. types of episodes. Um. If you want to find our show notes for this week, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 239. Of course, there is a plethora of links in there for you to go and check out. Um, I want to take a moment again to thank Blue Apron and Squarespace for their support of this week's episode. If you want to find Brad online, he is over at thepenaddict.com and knock.co as well. Um, and he is at Dowdyism on Twitter and uh, Penaddict on Instagram. I am I Mike. I M Y K E. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>